Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of daily fantasy sports and gambling. So you can stop Googling how to join a squid game to cover all those parlays you thought were such a sure thing. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. Okay, folks. Another episode for the big game tonight. And this is the straightforward DFS portion of uh, uh, the presentation. So let's get right to it. Uh, Rams, Bengals, breaking that down again. You know, if you've heard the, uh, me throughout kind of covering this game, you know I'm heavily on the Rams side. I just think this is a terrible matchup for the Bengals in general. But from a DFS perspective, we got to get a little bit creative in how we're going to approach this game. Because realistically, folks are going to want to jam Joe Burrow and his receivers into this game. It, it, you know, it's just the way it is. Uh, you know, th- there's nothing surprising about uh, how people are going to build uh, this game. They're going to try to play Burrow. They're going to try to play uh, Stafford and Cup. N- none of this is surprising. You know, I'll give you, I'll I'll, I'll break it down in, in the simplest way. Uh, if we were to just kind of go through the most uh, basic of builds, uh, so most folks, depending on which side of the coin they want to go to, uh, if they want the Rams, they're going to go with Stafford and uh, with Cup and the captain, and they'll run it back with a couple of Bengals players. So likely three uh so you'll have like higgins boyd because he's cheap on uh, DraftKings, and because the in the popular cheap punt would be uh p ride and you know i and i, I won't give out the full lineup because you know you can't do that but like that that's typical and, and you have an idea who the running back's gonna be but like that's really typical if you're on the bagel side They'll just flip it and just do uh, Burrow with Chase at the top, and then uh, it's uh, and you uh, sw- uh, swap in Cup to replace one of the Bengals receivers. That is the most prototypical build. Or you'll get the folks who want to jam in both QBs, and when you jam in both QBs, you know what what you're probably going to run into is you'll play uh, you'll play. Uh, both QBs, you likely will still, because uh, you won't have money for both, uh, bur- uh, for both uh, Chase and Cup. But most people will just play Cup and the Captain, and then they'll uh, they'll try to punt with like P Ryan, uh, you know, and and try to get creative that way, and then uh, f- find the money for. Uh, you know, like a, a Daryl Henderson or a Skoronet, and like you know, they they will try different ways of uh getting around to it. But like that, that's that's another way folks are gonna go, and they'll just like make themselves. Uh, it's like a close game, so uh, you want both action on both sides. And I'm just saying, I just don't see it. I don't see it. I think the Bengals have enough difficulty trying to move the ball that I I have no issue betting on uh, Burrow throwing a ton of pass attempts. I just don't think they're going to be effective. And the Bengals were 
number one in yards per attempt. But again, the defenses that they're going up against, they aren't the Rams defense. And I'm not saying the Rams defense is world beaters. But what, what the Bengals are looking to do, they usually do it against blitz-happy teams. The, ba- uh, the Ravens are blitz-happy. The Steelers are blitz-happy. The Browns like the blitz as well and have a terrible secondary. Like, all the teams that they go up against, like, the Steelers were the best secondary they faced in their, their own division, and the Steelers' secondary was bottom half of the league. Like, again, I'm not trying to bash the Bengals. Had a great year. They executed what, uh, to the best of their abilities. But what I'm saying is the matchups they've had were very favorable to what they want to do. And, of course, they, you know, everyone wants to talk about the Chiefs game. But I told you the reason why they had a chance at the Chiefs game is because the Chiefs can't help themselves. They are always going to want to blitz. So it, it, it just, it's just one of those things where, you know, I'm just going to tell you uh, plain, like, what I truly believe is going to be the case. And I just, I just look at this game and I just see a very tough time for the Bengals. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you that I think where we uh, uh, you can make this work in a different way is the fact that because we know this is uh, not the optimal situation uh, in certain regards, but I think a very reasonable take on this game a very reasonable take. If we, if we just uh, look at this in general, I think the Bengals' best hope is their defense causes turnovers for Matt Stafford and keeps them in the game. So, if you want to go with a Bengals script of the Bengals keep it close, I think from a DFS perspective, you have to keep the Bengals' defense in your player build. Above the other players. I think the Bengals defense has to be in there. Uh, I I know McPherson, you know, people would use that as the cheap play uh, for the Bengals side or Pirine. And don't get me wrong. I'm still going to have McPherson in my player pool. um, Just because I think they'll, on the drive state, they do have some success. If they stall out, they're still, uh, or give up a sack, they'll they should still be in field goal range. But I think, you know, if you're looking at this, and even if it's a blowout, I still think that they they can get a turnover on, on Stafford. You know, as long as they can somehow force turnovers or get a, and Stafford is good for this, uh, you know, I have no qualms, and I, I forgot to throw it on in, into the episode for the props, but... A Stafford interception over one, it's you're getting uh, it, it, it's it's actually uh, even money. Like people are kind of believing Stafford's going to play well and not have a pick. I think he can play well and he'll still have. I think even though I don't trust Eli Apple's hands uh, with any anything other than jerking himself off. Uh, guess what? Stafford is still good to throw a pick if he feels the slightest bit of pressure. So, again, if you truly believe the Bengals are going to win this game and have a chance to win, I think you have to, you have to at least consider playing Bengals defense. 
Because you're going to need turnovers from the Rams side to make this work. It, it just, to me, it's that straightforward. So, to me, I think in a blowout script, you could still play and make a lineup work with Cooper Cup and the captain, play the Bengals defense, use Cam Akers, and still have Matt Stafford in the lineup. I think that is entirely viable and makes sense If, if, if uh, while you're playing the, the Rams defense. I don't think it's even that remotely controversial. Think about it this way. Rams defense shuts down the Bengals. The Bengals defense keeps them in the game, maybe causes a turnover. Even better, you get a defensive touchdown somehow on Stafford, fumbling the ball away or throwing a pick six. Then the Bengals defense pays for itself. Even if the Rams hit 30 points, the Bengals defense still is going to have a double-digit performance in the Super Bowl at 3,200 on DraftKings. It, it, It works. It absolutely works. So to me, I think you should be leaning in that direction if you're if you're playing uh if you if you're building from DFS lineup, just at least have one or two lineups with this in mind that because I already said it before, I think these teams play a hundred times, seventy percent of the time the Rams win by double digits. I really believe that. I don't think this is that close of a matchup on paper. Yes, you can get variance in the NFL. It happens all the time. But statistically, if we were looking at their strengths and weaknesses, the Bengals' weaknesses are very magnified against this Rams team in terms of their strengths of what they like to do and the precision route running. I just think the Bengals secondary is going to have trouble slowing down the Rams enough to keep them in the game. And I think the uh, Bengals offense is going to struggle enough on the Rams defense that they're not going to stay in the game. I I think they're going to need to be behind and let the Rams foot off the gas pedal before they really get uh, get a chance to uh, make a difference. That's where we uh, this can go sideways. So to me. Cup and the captain. uh, You got uh, Rams defense. And you can play Stafford, uh, and you can and you get and you got money to play. Uh, you you can play uh, one of the Rams running backs depending on who you want, or kind of get creative. Uh, who gets the hot hand? You don't necessarily have to uh, be as uh, crazy about it. So that's where I would lean on DraftKings. Uh, I know folks are gonna. Uh, Say, you know, you could be more well-rounded in your builds. I'm just going to kind of stick to game script. And and I believe, like I said, I think 70% of the time it makes sense that this is a blowout. I can then uh, put at least 70% of my lineups into that blowout script. And then, yeah, can I do some hedge? Yeah, there, there's no there's no worries about it. It's just... um. You know, it is what it is. Uh, I I just think that if we're going with, uh, like, you got to go with what you got, it feels. And, like, I, I just look at this. This is this is a pretty straightforward mismatch in terms of a Super Bowl matchup. Like, the last time we had a, ma- a mismatch like this 
was Peyton being immobile and needing to have a good passing day against Seattle and the Legion of Boom, where, you know, the Broncos didn't really have a great running game and their pass blocking was okay, but not, not, it was just not a good matchup against Seattle. And Peyton couldn't throw and, you know, had a terrible game in the Meadowlands and they got steamrolled by Seattle. And the public thought Peyton was <laughs> was going to win that game with the Broncos. Like, it was a bad matchup. It was a bad matchup. And that's the last time I saw a Super Bowl matchup where it was this uh, lopsided. I'm, I'm telling you guys, like, we don't like seeing blowouts in the Super Bowl, but it's like, it is what it is. Now, I know folks are going to look at last year and say, well, people thought that the Chiefs and Bucks, you know, was going to be close, and that turned out to be a blowout. So what are you guys talking about? You don't know anything. It's like, yeah, statistically, like, should we have more better accounted for the Chiefs' tackles being out? Yeah, we could have. But I don't think anyone foresaw the Chiefs' tackles being that overly mismatched uh, in the game. Just uh, looking at what you've seen on tape of them, they didn't see them being that overwhelmed by JPP and uh, the Bucks' uh, pass rush, and knowing that the Bucks' secondary had issues and had struggled against the Chiefs previously. That, I mean, that was the other thing people forget: like they had matched up before, so we had data to go off of between the previous matchup. Here, we don't have to be biased by what we had already seen on tape. We kind of know who we have. In terms of roster construction here, it's it's fairly straightforward in my opinion in that regard. So on the DraftKings side, yeah, I think you can leave it as a five-one build and just play the Bengals defense and you know hope that it's not that competitive. If you want to play the Bengals and multiple Bengals members, fine. You can play P Ryan and maybe you can like play uh, uh, you can play like a T Higgins and hope for a touchdown. I just don't think it makes sense paying up for Joe Mixon. I don't think it makes sense paying up for Burrow or Jamar Chase. I just I don't I don't see the value there because I think that production wise, I don't see this team getting to twenty four points. And at their price tags, you kind of need their production to be up there or. Uh, in Chase's uh, case, he needs enough receptions to pay off a ten four price ten thousand four hundred dollar price tag. He's only twelve hundred less than Cooper Cup, and you know Cooper Cup's going to get the uh, the volume because the Bengals secondary is is not slowing down. Like it, here's the thing: Jamar Chase's receiving prop is five and a half. Cooper Cup's receiving prop is eight and a half. It's eight and a half. And you know it's it's it, it's it, it's a uh, it's a point per reception. So you know the odds makers are expecting Cooper Cup to at least have two more receptions uh, than Chase, and the receiving yards prop is a twenty uh, is a twenty five yard difference. It like J- Chase is at eighty yards, Cooper Cup's at one hundred and four, and you get the bonus point at a hundred yards. Like DraftKings, like if you're looking at this realistically. The point per dollar, it's not even close. It's not close. So I, I just don't see, uh, again, I, I was about to say chasing chase, but it was like, you, you, it's just, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense going down that road. So 
you know, I, I think that kind of speaks for itself, to be honest, guys. So that's the DraftKings side. Let's instead of doing FanDuel, we're gonna actually gonna switch over to Yahoo. Yahoo has a great contest. It is not filling. Uh, I will be loading up big time on uh, this. Uh, I'll be loading up on this contest probably more than uh, uh, FanDuel. But we'll 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 uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see. But uh, Yahoo's main contest is. Uh, has a million dollar prize pool and there looks to be quite a bit of overlay because like I said, it, it does, it doesn't seem to be filling that much. I really think this is going to be uh, an interesting case uh, when we kind of go through all of these uh, uh, scenarios. So again, it, it's going to be very chalky. What folks try to do by keeping it even, I, I just look at this and just say, Play Bengals defense, play the Rams defense, and then you can build out the roster and you'll be different enough. Yes, you're not going to use all the salary, but honestly, when you only have five spots, there's only so many different ways you can uh, deviate from other players. So, yeah, it, you're you're going to be focused more on the passing game than the run game necessarily. Uh, but I just think there's easier ways to do it in that fashion so i i just think it you know realistically you there's no need to go that crazy with the builds i i think you know either stafford in the captain or i mean uh uh yahoo calls it superstar but stafford or cup you again salary doesn't change in that uh, captain spot it's only on DraftKings. And then play play the defenses. Because, again, you're looking at this, and I'm just saying, I think more often than not, you're just going to get a blowout, and you're just not going to see that much deviation. And, yeah, you could play Burrow. I, I you know, Burrow could scramble and maybe and get some rushing yards. Or like a passing touchdown to one random person, yeah, Bur- Burrow could get there in a way. I'm not saying no. Uh, he could definitely get there uh, in, in in a script, a particular script. There's uh, there's nothing uh, saying he can't, but it's just a much harder way to get there. I, I just I don't necessarily see it uh, working out in that fashion. So to me. Paying paying up uh, for Burrow, I I just don't see it. I I don't see you're gonna have the salary do it, and, I, and I'm sure people will do it. I just don't see a ton of value going in that route. I think limiting yourself to one Bengals player on Yahoo and just have that be the Bengals defense is a good way to get different enough, and you know. See how how it pans out. I just don't. I don't see. I don't see a ton of uh, value going in other directions. Yeah, you could pull because the thing is, again, when it's half point reception, you need a touchdown. So it's you're basically hoping. Uh, you're hoping that someone gets in the end zone, and maybe uh, mixing can get in the end zone once during the game, but. 
it, it's just kind of hard. It's kind of a hard sell. And, you know, I just, I have a tough time seeing it. I, I do have a tough time seeing it. But, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, not limiting yourself in terms of uh, the construction definitely helps. But, you know, I, I, and, you know, if you think Jamar Chase gets one big play, yeah, you can play, you can, you can play for the one big Jamar Chase play and some yardage, and you could still play Stafford and, and uh, Cup uh, together and put together a script. It, it's doable. It, it, there's nothing wrong. It, like, it's doable. It's just, I don't see it being, uh, I, I just don't see it being, uh, the, a lock button play. I just think, you know, you, uh, you play, you, 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 you play for a build, you got Rams, uh, offense, uh, being productive enough. You got the Rams defense shutting things down. And you just kind of work around it with just your one Bengals player, and you got to go from there. So to me, that's where I think things stand with Yahoo. Uh, the last place I'll go is FanDuel. And the reason why I say FanDuel for last is this is where you're just going to have to make your choice as to how how you want to play this out. And I look at this as still a blowout script. But because of FanDuel not having the defenses available, you have to play Bengals players. And so for me, if I'm stuck playing Bengals players from a DFS perspective, and I think it's going to be a blowout, I want to go with the guys I believe would be getting the blowout script. And that would be Samaj P. Ryan and getting the dump offs underneath and getting, and you go with maybe T Higgins. That to me makes the most sense in terms of the builds. Because uh, when you go in that direction, you you're going to leave yourself with uh, better flexibility than some some of these other uh, routes. It's just there's there's not much. So it, on Yahoo, so if you go that route and you've got you know you got Cup, you got Stafford, you can play the Rams defense. You you can get uh, and you can. You could still get uh, T. Higgins in there, or if you really want to go cheap, you can uh, you can get um, the you you can get uh, you can get P. Ryan and and kind of work work it from that angle. I just I just don't see a ton of value getting too cute with it. I, I you know it it just. This, to me, feels as though folks are going to find themselves getting trapped into certain plays that don't necessarily make a ton of sense, if you, if you get what I mean. It, it, just, it just doesn't necessarily lend itself in that fashion. I just think there are too many ways to get sucked in, and you're, you're trying, to make, uh, trying to make something work that really... You know, you shouldn't be trying to sneak in there. It just, I just feel as though you're you're hamstringing yourself to a degree where it 
it's not necessary. It's just not necessary. So, you know, gotta leave it at that. And, uh, yeah, you know, on FanDuel, you know, it's just kind of, uh, you know, you can do P Ryan, you can, you can do T Higgins, but just not playing anybody else in this game, I think is the way to go. I, you know, they're just, there's just not, I don't, like I said, I'm playing a particular script. You guys can go different route and be a little bit more balanced, but the prices on the Bengals are not that much better than what you would get in terms of the matchup. It, it like they're priced as though this is going to be a very close game. And there's more likelihood of this not being a close game. And yes, could the Bengals just chuck and they get there anyway? Yeah, it's possible. It just uh, it's just not as likely in this case. And you know, when you have it in that scenario, you know, it's just more likely you're going to get you you're just going to get uh you know, a build where you need to have representation of uh the actual place and you know that's where it is it, it's just it lends it, it lends itself to you got Stafford you got uh you got Stafford Cup OBJ and you just go go there I like I, you know I just think that's the more reasonable route it, it's, it's just you know, there's just not that much value in this in this game. I know people are going to try to play like people are going to try to play CJ Uzoma with a jacked up knee. It's just crazy. It is crazy. Sample's not any good either. Um, but it, it just doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't make any sense. I mean, can I justify playing? Uh, can I justify playing so, uh, some of these players? Not really. It, it, it's it's kind of hard to uh, make the case, in my opinion, for some of these plays. You know, I'm not, and I, I'm not fading Sony Michelle because Sony Michelle can get some work in a blowout too. It, it's it's not the craziest thing, so. I don't I don't necessarily look at this as a floor game as like I just think there are too many ways where this go this can go sideways and there's no, there's just nothing snowball wise the, the, uh, uh, that the Bengals can do that makes it work for them. I, I think, you know, P Ryan is the cheap punt on FanDuel, in my opinion, and then you just play Stafford the past game, and you still have a running back uh, spot you can do. And that'll probably be my main build uh, on uh, FanDuel. But, you know, I just I just have a hard time playing some of these other plays. It's just, numbers-wise, it just does not add up uh, trying to make it work. I, I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. I I think it's I think it's a big risk 
on FanDuel trying to play two Bengals tonight. I just don't think, I don't see how this game's close enough. And even P. Ryan's not cheap on FanDuel. Like, that's the other issue is the P. Ryan's not cheap. It, it's it's more like you, you, you're you hoping T. Higgins has a decent enough game. It's like, on like I said, the FanDuel pricing is the worst of them all. And you can't get away with playing a defense and taking advantage of maybe Stafford screwing up once or twice to make the defense viable. So it's not the easiest build on FanDuel, in my opinion. I think that's the toughest build, but, you know, it's uh, it's 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 just the uh, it's the way to go. It, it To me, I think the blowout script is very much in play here. It's the most likely scenario. In my opinion, that the Rams win by double digits. It's the most likely scenario, in my opinion. It, it's just the way it is. It's just how the matchup lines up, in my opinion. I just feel more often than not, and it's a greater than 50% chance this game ends up in a Rams blowout. It just makes it harder to back uh, the Bengals in that scenario because you know the Rams are putting up points. So, you know, if you're not getting the full point uh, per reception, it's harder to back the Bengals uh, wideouts, but you you don't have great options it, to replace them with. It, you know, the mix in pricing is just not good. It's like he's really, really expensive. It's really expensive. Uh, like, it's just, it's just that simple. It's like, it's really hard to make the price work. You almost have to punt. Uh, you almost have to punt. Uh, and go with uh, like a a Bryce Hopkins because uh, even Skoranek is uh, priced up on Fanduel. It's it's not an easy build on Fanduel. Uh, Fanduel priced this so that they were forcing you to try to make this a closer game than I expected to be. So again, that's all I got, folks. Uh, but uh, hopefully you can take this information, make it work. Hopefully. Uh, the script works out the way we want to be as profitable as possible. Obviously, that means the game won't be that great to watch. But, you know, Super Bowl is about hanging out with friends and, and other stuff, not necessarily the game itself. So enjoy the commercials, the festivities. And, yeah, uh, great season overall in terms of entertainment, at least. And we'll get after it another time in another place. But that's all for now, folks, for uh, technically this NFL season DFS why. So thanks uh, for listening throughout the season and yeah, until next time, folks have a good one. Thanks for listening to the fantasy throwdown podcast. Be sure to like, and subscribe to the show on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, and all other major outlets. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.